Our scripture reading for today's episode is taken from John chapter 14, verse 28. Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away, and come again unto you. If you have loved me, you would rejoice, because I said, I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And today's episode will continue with the second person of the Godhead. Jesus Christ is God manifested in the flesh. Jesus Christ had his pre-existence with God and he came into our world in the fashion of a man. So Jesus Christ is God in the flesh. Now Jesus Christ was 100% human and 100% God. Nonetheless, Jesus Christ has lived in this world, living unto us an example of how it is we as human can live a perfect life before God. And that's what we will consider today. Jesus Christ acting as a man, living as a man while he is God. Jesus Christ said in John 14 verse 28 that my father is greater than I. Now some people take that text to say that Jesus Christ is not God because he said that his father is greater than he is. Now was the father greater than Jesus Christ? Absolutely. Jesus Christ lived here on earth as a human being. So therefore, as a human being, he was subjected unto his father, even unto death. At an infinite cost, by a process mysterious to angels as well as to men, Christ assumed humanity. Hiding his divinity, laying aside his glory, he was born a babe in Bethlehem. Jesus Christ assumed humanity and therefore he laid aside his glory. Now, when I say glory, Jesus Christ could have come in the human flesh glorified, resplendent with light and majesty and power. But he didn't do that. He veiled his divinity and humanity. He did not exercise nothing of his divinity. And we will see that. Philippians chapter 2 verse 3 to 9. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own thing, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, who being God, taught it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon himself the form of a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Yes, Jesus Christ humbled himself. Now, it says that, who being in the form of God, but made himself of no reputation. Exactly. Jesus Christ, he hide his divinity completely from human eyes. He was God. He never ceased to be God. God never ceased to exist in Jesus Christ as a human being. Or neither Jesus Christ was here and his deity was there in heaven. They were together, blended mysteriously. Yet 
Jesus Christ behave himself as a human being because he was an example for us. Who have believed our report, Isaiah said in Isaiah 53 verse 1 to 12. Who have believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he, Jesus Christ, shall grow up before him as a tender plant, as a root out of a dry ground. He had no form, nor commonliness or beauty, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. We hide, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteem him not. Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him striking, smiting of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression, and he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, and we have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord have led upon him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before his shearers is dumb. So he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living for the transgression of my people. Was he striking? He made his grave with the wicked and with the rich and his death. Because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit found in his mouth. Yet it pleased God to bruise him. He had put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed and shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see of the travel of his soul and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, and he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong. Because he hath poured out his soul unto death, he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sins of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Jesus Christ he came into this world and had nothing attractive. People did not follow Jesus because he was with glory, because he had majesty, because he had angels following him. Well, Jesus could not live among men with such glory. Otherwise, he would consume every human being in this planet. But Jesus, he led aside his glory so that he can live among us. He has given us an example of subjection to God. Jesus revealed no qualities, exercised no powers that men may not have through him by faith. His perfect humanity is that which all his followers may possess if they will be in subjection to God as he was. So when we are tempted to question whether Jesus resists temptation as a man, we must search the scriptures for the truth and we will see that Jesus Christ has resistant temptation as a man.
as the substitute and the surety of human race, Christ was placed in the same position toward the Father as is the sinner. Christ had the privilege of depending on his Father for strength, so have we. Jesus Christ humbled himself, and it was his privilege to depend on his Father for strength. And many times he cried with strong tears, Father, help me. And many times Jesus Christ prayed to his Father so that he can exercise the power of God. Jesus Christ humbled himself. Now, this is the most beautiful thing, and that gives joy to my heart. That Jesus Christ, being a human being, when he died and resurrected, he carried with him the human nature. And it will be with Jesus forever and ever. What a privilege. Jesus Christ, as man representative on earth, carries with him our human nature and it will be with him forever and ever. God has adopted the human nature in the person of his son and has carried the same into the highest heaven. In Christ, the family of the earth and the family of heaven are bound together. You know, Jesus Christ will also bear with him the mark of his crucifixion for eternity. In Zechariah chapter 13, verse 6, And one shall say unto him, What are these wounds in thy hands? And then he shall answer, Those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. Jesus will carry with him the wounds that he was crucified on the cross forever and ever. Now, the Bible said that Jesus Christ will be exalted, that God exalt him. Now, I used to think like that, but how come that Jesus is God and yet he needs his Father to exalt him? Well, Jesus as a man has needed his Father to exalt him. As a God, Jesus do not need the Father to exalt him because he is already exalted, you understand? But as a man, Jesus needed the exaltation of his father, and his father did exalt him. That's why we read in Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 to 11, And being found in as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God hath exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that in the name of Jesus every knee shall bow of things in heaven, of things in earth, of things under the earth, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Jesus Christ was exalted and was given a name that is above every name. Now, we have seen that Jesus Christ is our example. There's something that we need to understand. How can we say that Jesus had never used his divine power? While he used to bring people from death, Jesus Christ used to open the eyes of the blind. Jesus Christ used to walk on water. Jesus Christ used to heal the sick. Jesus Christ used to read people's mind. So all these things was not his power he was using all that time. The answer is no. Jesus Christ had never used his power as God. Jesus Christ was dependent on God. He has given us an example that we all may follow. In Luke chapter 4 verse 18 to 21, Jesus Christ said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, 
because he have anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive, recovering the sight to the blind, and set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it to the minister, and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him, and he began to say to them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Which means that Jesus Christ is there, and the Spirit of God was upon him to do everything that he said that he would do. What was the secret? Why Jesus Christ was able to do all these things? Because the Spirit of the Lord was upon him. And John chapter 14, verse 12 and 16, he said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believe on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. That comforter, if you read the following verses, is the Holy Spirit. And exactly the way that Jesus Christ has said, he would go to the Father and pray the Father, and the Father would give another comforter. The Father did give the disciples another comforter. In Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to 4, when the day of the Pentecost were fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it fills all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto him clothing tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterances. So at the day of the Pentecost, the disciples were filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. And right after that, they began to manifest the same power that Jesus Christ was manifesting when he was in the flesh. In Acts chapter 3, Peter healed a man that was sick. Acts chapter 3, as Peter was going into the temple, he saw that man which were begging. And Peter fastened upon him his eyes, and John said, Look unto us. You know, the man was expecting some, you know, some donations. But then Peter said, Gold and silver I do not have, but what I have, that I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And they took him by the hands, and then immediately the man stood up, and his ankles bone received strength. So by the power of the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ, they were able to make a man walk back again. And not only that, there's a lot of more example. For example, in chapter 5, Ananias and Sapphira, they sold uh, a piece of land and, you know, they hide the true value of the land to the disciples. And they brought some money. So, by the power of the Holy Spirit, Peter was able to read their mind and know their secret. And when they come, they ask him, did you sell that land for that amount of money? They say, yes. And then Peter said, why do you lie against the Holy Spirit? So the Holy Spirit helped them to read the mind of this couple. 
and there's a lot of more example now there's one that is very interesting is in Acts chapter 8 in Acts chapter 8 Philip was told by the Holy Spirit to go and met someone that was reading the Bible and who did not understand what he was reading now in verse 29 in Acts chapter 8 then the Spirit said unto Philip go near and join him to the chariot and Philip went and saw that the man was reading in Isaiah. He asked the man, do you understand what you are reading? Then the man said, how can I understand if nobody guide me? So uh, Philip helped him to understand the scripture that he, was, that he was reading. And that was exactly the scripture that we have read in Isaiah chapter 53. Now Philip began to explain to him and began to preach unto him about Jesus Christ. And eventually the man desire to be baptized so philip said unto him if you believe in the name of the lord jesus then you will be baptized the man said well there's water here what prevent me i believe they went out from the chariots and philip baptized him now verse 39 and when they were come out of the water the spirit of the lord cut away philip that the eunuch saw him no more and he went on his way rejoicing Philip was caught up by the Spirit. How? We don't know. But suddenly, the eunuch did not see him anymore. Now, it was Philip indeed who went to the man, not his spirit, not the, the spirit of Philip. The man did not imagine that Philip was, was there because Philip explained to him, and they went to the water, and Philip baptized the man in the water. So it was a physical contact. Now, now Philip did not leave the man the way that he came. Philip ran to the man when he came, but when he left, he was caught up in the spirit. Jesus also had that experience. Jesus vanished away in front of his disciples. Jesus had met two of his disciples on the road to Damascus, and they were sad, they were crying, and Jesus tried to explain unto them. Jesus began to explain unto them how the Son of Man would die and that he would be resurrected. And so, and Luke 24, verse 30, and it came to pass as he sat at the table and he took bread and blessed it and break it and gave to them. And their eyes were open and they knew him. They realized that, wait a moment, this same Jesus that used to break bread is he. So they could identify Jesus Christ. But at the moment that they identify him, that it was Jesus Christ because they thought it was someone else. Verse 31, and their eyes were open and they knew him and he vanished out of their sight. Jesus vanished. Now, as a human being, nobody can vanish just like that. You must have some supernatural power to vanish. Jesus Christ did vanish. So we see that Jesus Christ all the time by the power of the Holy Spirit was doing those supernatural power. In the next episode, we will consider the Holy Spirit, which is the third person of the Godhead. And we'll see who He is and what He can do for us. And the way that He wants to constantly be active in our life. May God bless you. If you like, please share to your friends and your families that we all may learn together the will of God and His Word. May God bless you.